When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So unfortunately for me, I've been knocked out of Survivor, but we're always trying to help people with the NFL Survivor pool picks. And I feel like this time of the year, you pretty much use all the big favorites. Yeah, you, you know? have. So it's interesting because you brought up the Thursday night game, and this has actually come down a little bit. But Carolina, like, what do you make of the Carolina Panthers? Because nobody's used Atlanta so far. And I'm not recommending anybody do that. Because if this goes back to three, maybe three and a half, maybe I'd look to play Carolina. I just don't know what they're doing right now because we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. You know, Baker had to come in for P.J. in the second half last week. P.J. looked terrible after looking really good the week before that. And even in a loss, you know, that loss uh, against Atlanta two weeks ago, I was going to say, I feel like we just saw this game. Uh, And that shootout, he looked pretty good. He's been benched. And man, like, I just don't know what the hell the Panthers are doing because they trade away McCaffrey, but they didn't trade away Brian Burns for two first-round picks. They didn't trade away DJ Moore for a first-round pick, which I can't believe the Packers actually offered. And don't know that I still fully believe that. So I just don't know why this went down to two and a half. Because do you think Atlanta wins this game? Do you, would you recommend maybe them as a survivor I do. pick? Yeah, I played that. I played Atlanta money line. I did. I played Atlanta money line today. I just wanted. I I went. We went from three to two and a half. Yeah. And I said I don't want to bounce around to a three again. Anything under minus one fifty, I'm ha- I'm happy with. I think it was what minus one forty five. So yeah, I like them in this spot a lot, a Cause, ton. Because the other ones that I was looking at, you know, probably teams that you haven't played, and some favorites that I actually like. If you haven't played the Eagles, I do like the Eagles against the Commanders. You could so say maybe a trap spot, primetime game, but I don't know, man. I, I just I, I think that's a bad matchup for Washington. And then I know that they're probably going to be a popular pick because they're seven point dogs and they have Justin Herbert. But they're so beat up in that wide receiver room with no Mike Williams. I I kind of really like San Francisco at home, especially coming off the bye. Kyle Shanahan off the bye. Obviously the better coach in that matchup. The healthier defense. Everybody's healthy now for them. And McCaffrey, that's going to be week three for him in that offense. So imagine what they're going to dial up for him. So I actually kind of like the 49ers if you haven't used them. Yeah, I agree. It's it's getting to be slim pickings, folks. If you haven't... I mean, you're going to have to be bold because there's not a lot of easy ones. If you haven't used Miami, I would probably use Miami at home. Miami's a good look. What Man, about your Maybe squad? Giants, actually. Giants are a good look. I think that they do win at home against the Texans. Probably people have not taken the Giants yet. In that game? Yeah, no, no I would say— Survivor? Because when would you have used them? No. No, there have been dogs every single game. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the game where you use them. What about the Cowboys? Because I think that's a trap game. I— I'm I don't just, know if I would. This do is that. not me saying it as a fan. I think this is a good spot for Green Bay. Yeah, I bet them real small, is. plus one seventy on the money line. You wouldn't do Dallas because I think that continues to go up. No, I I would not play Dallas in that spot. Um, not for, as a survivor pick. I did bet it. I put them. I put them in a parlay with uh with the Falcons actually. But no, I I, I don't think that's the maybe the Rams. If you haven't taken the Rams. I think the Cardinals are just completely imploding. The one that I like, but I feel like it could be a revenge spot. So I hate the Raiders, and the Raiders have been a complete disaster. And I mean, I don't, but you look at this spot. Only one more week of that. I know. <laughs> you, you look at this spot taking on the Colts, right? Colts six-point dogs. They fire Frank Reich, and they bring in Jeff Saturday, who we were just watching on television two weeks ago for ESPN. 
And then he names this offensive coordinator, Parks Frazier, who's 30 years old, looks like a created coach on Madden. We obviously don't know what the hell either of these guys bring to the table. And now they're going against this Raiders team who another disappointing loss a couple weeks ago, they were shut out by the Saints. They don't really have an identity. Josh Jacobs has been the one bright spot. I mean, Devontae had 10 receptions in the first half in a touchdown. Went back and watched that game. He had one catch in the second half. This is the worst we've ever seen of Derek Carr. And I've always actually kind of been a Derek Carr believer. And you thought, okay, he gets another weapon, a guy that he's obviously familiar with, even though they haven't played together in a decade, and Devontae Adams. They're never on the same page. I if you can't get the ball to Devontae Adams in space, you're in trouble. Hunter Renfro, you forget about. Darren Waller hasn't been healthy. Like, I like Max Crosby on the defensive side of the ball as a pass rusher. Their secondary stinks. All that said, I like them as six-point favorites against the Colts. Maybe Jeff Saturday could get that locker room to buy in. But come on, he's starting Sam Ellinger, a second-year quarterback, who I love Sam Ellinger. He's not a good spot for him. And he's not, a star- he's not an NFL quarterback. He's a no. good college quarterback. He's a decent backup. He shouldn't be starting. Jonathan Taylor's not healthy. The offensive line has regressed every single year. And then the defensive side of the ball, even getting Shaq Leonard back, they haven't been very good. So I actually kind of like the Raiders, and they're the home team. I would like them as as a survivor. I don't know that I like them as six-point favorites. Vegas has to win this game, right? Because Josh McDaniels, that's year one. He's got to be on the hot seat. My revenge factor, though, he screwed over the Colts. So maybe the Colts, but do they care? Like they're they're probably happy that he's not their head coach. Although are they because they have an ESPN analyst and Jeff Saturday is that's a weird hire. That's a really weird hire. It's like straight out of a movie. It is. And maybe I cannot believe it. And I'm happy for him. You know, that's that's awesome for Jeff Saturday. And I know he I know he was coaching at the high school ranks, but uh I've never seen anything like this. It's it's kind of like the Mike Mayock thing. It's kind you know, of like the Steve was, Nash thing. Where he was a draft analyst and they were like, Hey, you know, come be the general manager. And then he wasn't very good at that. And I didn't really understand it because I was like, This guy was awesome and helped me win a bunch of money and he was usually right with his mocks, but he just can't draft because him and John Gruden are clearly only watching Clemson. In Alabama, because everybody they draft is either from Clemson or Alabama. We saw that when they took Josh Jacobs in the first round. That makes no sense. Yeah, Cleveland Farrell. <laughs> Who we forget is like even in the league. He was is a projected second round pick. He still is. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah. And that's who they went with. And and it was like, what? But yeah, I mean. I was at that uh, draft, and I remember the shock on everyone's face when that pick was selected. You're like, who? All yeah. the media, people that were on the team side yeah. were just like, what is this? It's the only time, it's one of the only times, I mean, that was shocking. It's it's like when Belichick drafts, though. You yeah. know, and you're like, who? This guy's projected to go in the seventh round. He's going with a guard out of Maine. Yeah, what was that offensive but, but, lineman's but, name again? But then the dude ends up being, you know, a Pro Bowl. Or it ends up being Cole Strange. It Cole ends up Strange, being, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that guy ends up being a 10-year All-Pro. But not everybody's Bill Belichick. Not everybody could hit on those picks. I just I think the Colts are going to be a disaster, and I think that's kind of the goal. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Jim Irsay, though, because, I mean, it's a new quarterback every single year. It was Andrew Luck retires at 30 years old. Nobody expected that. That sucked. And you go back, you watch Andrew Luck. Man, those teams, he took some really bad teams to the playoffs. Shout out Kobe Fleener, of course, Julia Catholic legend, my guy. But, I mean, those teams were awful. Andrew Luck was getting the crap kicked out of them. And his weapons, look at his weapons. It was T.Y. Hilton and who? And then he retires, so they go to Phillip Rivers. That doesn't work out because Phillip Rivers dies at the end of the season and his arm's falling off, so he retires. He's coaching high school football. Then it's Carson Wentz. It was Jacoby Brissett. This team's a mess. So, like, how many more opportunities do they have here, though, to keep going new OC, new quarterback, new head coach every single year? It's literally rinse and repeat. They just change one of them. 
a third way through, and then they change another one, another third way through, and then they change another one, a third way through. And they've traded picks, yeah, like for these, like for Carson Wentz, because the goal should be if you're bringing in Jeff Saturday and a 30 year old OC, you should want to lose as many football games without tanking. Because in the NFL, you can't tank. It's not like the NBA, no. unless you're just shutting games down. Because if guys go out there try to lose on purpose, they're going to get themselves killed on the football field. So everybody out there is going to continue to try every single week. You know, that's why I always hear people like, I'm going to fade the Texans because they're, they want to lose. No, they don't. Brandon no, Cooks don't. doesn't want to go out there and lose. Lovey no. Smith doesn't want to lose games. But, I mean, the organization wants them to lose games, which is why Lovey Smith is coaching said team. And yep. Brandon Cooks is the number one wide receiver as Central there Michigan gets in the end zone. And now, like I told you, we got a game. What was the number you got? 21. They're one point favorites, unfortunately. Got it. So we're not getting any points. But they were down 24 to 7. Now it's uh, 24 20 with the extra point coming up. We'll take that. So, But I would use the Raiders uh, in Survivor this week. And I, I would assume not many people have used the Raiders. Yeah, Although I don't I know because everybody loved that team. The other interesting one the Steelers went from being three point dogs all the way down to one and a half. I know the Saints are dealing with a bunch of injuries and TJ Watts coming back. What are your thoughts on the Saints on the road? They should be able to beat I the Steelers, do but it. I don't know. I can't do it. That's not someone I would choose. It's Atlanta for me. It's okay. Miami for me. It's New York for me. And the only other one, if you haven't used them, the Chiefs. Yep. And I know that they won, but they were pissed off after that performance against Tennessee. I actually bet the Jags plus 10. It's down to nine and a half. Don't like it as much. I think maybe they could keep that game close. But I do not see them winning that game. On the road at Arrowhead, probably not happening. I do like Tennessee as two-and-a-half-point favorites. If you haven't used them, um, it just seems like the right spot for Tennessee. You know, back home, you're getting under a field goal. Not that that matters for Survivor. I don't really care if it's Malik or Ryan Tannehill because they they prove, like, with – I mean, coaching is so important in the NFL. Like, I continue to talk about this. In college football, coaching is important, of course. But it's more important for like the mid-major programs, or because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. But if you're Nick Saban, like Nick Saban's a great coach, but every year they reload five stars with other five stars, right? You know, in like the same situation for Georgia right now with Kirby, some of these SEC schools. Jimbo's a perfect example because I think Jimbo is a terrible head coach, but he has the number one recruiting class, so he's not going anywhere. But then what does he do when he gets those guys there? He wins seven, eight games. Yep. Like they're not even going to a bowl game this year. In the NFL, like, if if Lovey Smith is coaching the Tennessee Titans, are they a 10-11 win team every single year? No, because, no. like, he takes what he's given, the roster he's given, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, who every year we think he's going to break down, and he's carrying the ball 30, 35 times every single night, and he wins 11-12 games with defense, by managing games, because he's that good of a coach. I just think in college football it's a little bit different. Like, Jimbo survived. He won a national title at Florida State because he recruited a bunch of five-star athletes and had Jameis Winston. But whenever he has like a rebuild year, they win three, four games, Indeed. even this year, you know? And now yeah. he's losing all those recruits. It's going to be interesting to see. If they didn't owe him $75 million or whatever that cap, uh, cap hit, that contract hit would be next year, they'd probably can him. They just lost their number one prospect. So that class that looks so great heading into the season, the number one recruiting class in the last 10 years, they're already losing guys from. It's crazy. It's crazy to see. And I don't blame anybody for decommitting. That's a terrible product right now. Yeah, it is. Get in the end zone, please, for the love of God. And they owe him a lot of money. Tons and tons and tons of money. And that's why he's not going anywhere.